Good morning. Today is Wednesday, the 6th of October, and you're listening to our conversation on current events across the globe on what's new today. Every weekday, we take a few news stories that are relevant to our young listeners from across politics, science, culture, sports, and more. We explore these through conversations with our young listeners. I am Sangeeta and my co-host is Rahi and I am in grade 5. I know we are still some time away from Christmas but it looks like Santa's sleigh will be a lot lighter this year with fewer presents. This past year we've had a lot of bad news. I know the covid pandemic is definitely one. Oh yes, it did start there. So a lot of factories were shut since we couldn't get workers to come to these manufacturing facilities. But then people got vaccinated, covid cases came down and factories started making toys, clothes and furniture and many more things again. So in today's news, we're going to explore why there may be fewer interesting things on the shelves of our grocery stores. How do you think we get all our stuff from factories in China to the rest of the world? Aeroplanes should be expensive. Railroads can connect only some parts of the world. I don't know how do we get them. You're right. Airplanes are quite expensive, so that doesn't usually get everything around. We get a good chunk of what is being manufactured in the factories in China and elsewhere in Asia. mainly by shipping and unfortunately we now have a shipping crisis meaning we don't have enough ships to haul them across from many factories in asia to the rest of the world and this is one crisis that's been going on for quite some time now after the pandemic people started buying a lot of things because there was a sudden increase in demand after people had been sitting at home for a while saving up money and didn't know what else to spend on so guess what as they started ordering more on a bunch of e-commerce platforms or maybe even walking up to the neighborhood grocery store once things opened up the factories in asia started manufacturing as the demand went up and then they started loading them all in ships and sending them across the world at the same time the ports across the world both in asia and elsewhere were not always fully functional you know occasionally some ports in asia were even shut when there was a rise in the number of covid cases in those ports or in some cases they just didn't have enough workers to handle all the things that came in those ships and adding to all of these problems there were a few newer large ships and there were also ships of new designs that not all ports in the world were capable of handling So now let's look at all of these. In some parts of the world there are no ports working. In some parts of the world there are no ports that can handle large ships. So as a result, ships could really only go to a few ports. And guess what? We've got long queues of ships in many ports waiting to offload their contents. So while there are things being manufactured in a few factories, there just aren't enough ships to take them around. Oh, 
Well, and there aren't enough truck drivers to take them from the port to anywhere else. That's definitely a problem in the UK, but lesser so in other parts of the world. And then along came yet another problem. Things started going downhill in factories in China too. They don't have enough electricity. Oh, so they're not producing enough toys now. Yup. For those of our listeners who would like to understand why China does not have enough power, please listen to our podcast on the 1st of October. So there you are, we've got a string of problems and Santa will be flying around in a lighter sleigh. Let me see if I got this right. Number 1. People suddenly wanted more things like clothes and toys, but fac- and factories started making them in China. Number 2. The ships carrying these are not able to offload in ports quickly enough. Number 3. Factories in China are now making fewer of these because they don't have enough power. Usually when supply is not enough, prices will go up, right? Can we just pay more to get our gifts? Of course, prices have gone up, but this time no matter how much you pay, You simply can't invent new ships overnight to ferry them around, right? Or you can't ask China to ignore fossil fuel emissions and produce more electricity either, right? So, unfortunately, all we can really do is to just sit tight and probably make do with fewer gifts this Christmas. But here's a boat joke for all of us to get perked up. A boat carrying red paint crashed into a boat carrying blue paint and the crew were marooned what would you say if i told you that the earliest dinosaurs were the sizes of today's cats that you haven't watched as many videos on youtube about dinosaurs that i have that anyways is likely to be true but regardless Paleontologists have discovered that ancient dinosaurs, I mean super super ancient ones like over 240 million years ago were pretty small, you know, as small as cats. And then something drastic happened. A 2 million year long rainy spell. Can you imagine it raining for 2 million years? What? Was this also linked to global warming? Because this past year we have had lots of rainy spells in many places in the world. Nice guess. It was in fact linked to global warming, but what caused the global warming was a few major big volcanic eruptions. And these must have emitted a lot of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. So that's what caused the temperature to go up and increase rainfall. That's right. The carbon dioxide going into the atmosphere led to an increase in rainfall and as a result creatures that could not withstand such heavy rainfall became extinct. But guess which ones decided to grow up? I mean literally during these rains. Dinosaurs. So even amongst the plants the flora variety that was humidity loving you know like algae those are the ones that thrive the ones the plants that preferred dry weather conditions became extinct so amidst the animals everything from turtles to bigger and bigger dinosaurs thrived these were the ones that were able to comfortably live 
even when there was a heavy downpour for a prolonged period. Sorry, but how does someone know that there had been a volcano eruption 230 million years ago? What scientists do is to first find ancient sediments and then they figure out how old they are. Now, to figure out how old a, a fossil or an ancient sediment is, is a process called carbon dating. And we can do an entire podcast to understand just that on another day. In this case, anyway, paleontologists found sediments dating over 230 million years ago um, in an area in modern-day China. It's called the Jiuan Basin. They found that these sediments contain volcanic ash. So, that's how... we can safely guess that volcanic eruptions had happened around this time because you find that the sediment is about 230 million years ago and you find that it's mixed with volcanic ash then how do we know that plant and animal life changed around this time so they compared the fossils from before and after this particular timeline So they saw that the fossils of plants from later were the types that preferred humid weather whereas the fossils from earlier than those 230 million years were the type that preferred hot weather So you're saying that it was by mutating to survive the rains that we got big dinosaurs very interesting Hey I've got a dinosaur joke for you What do you get if you cross a dinosaur with a pig Jurassic Park And that's it from us today we'll be back tomorrow with a fresh new conversation on the current events for our young listeners if you have any thoughts or questions please email us at hello@wsnt.in link to this email is given in the show notes below thank you for listening